Coming to you from Keiko Studios, it's The Balcony Show with Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, Mike Roy, Donna Gallucci, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music so you don't have to. So here we go, The Balcony Show. in far away places, sent with love and good vibes. Just keep an eye out for just what's coming. show hi guys hello hello super excited we have a new band a little overboard we had their single on as a mad tracks and now they're getting ready to release their full ep in january and we have three new tracks from that so super stoked to three. talk to them three new tracks and they are rocking three They're rocking they are rocking and we have the amazing pickle with us here today, <laughs> whom you will see on TikTok. He's very handsome. He is. Yeah. He's Green. A, he's a little long. He's very handsome. Green. Not much girth there on that pickle, though. <clears throat> oh. Why the hell are you looking over at me when you're saying that? <laughs> I can't handle this abuse already. But first. But first, I should have jumped in front of traffic when I had a chance. <laughs> Useless facts, ladies and gentlemen. Not just useless facts about anything, mind you. It's useless facts about pickles. Obviously, a very cunning uh, segue from Anne there since she's talking about her big green pickle. We'll just jump right in. Uh, Useless fact about pickles, uh, number one. Pickling was most likely an invention of necessity over flavor. Archaeologists believe... We've been pickling since as far back as 2400 BC when the ancient Mesopotamians realized that by immersing produce in a brine or vinegar, they could extend the life of the foods for either travel or to enjoy uh, out of season. Yeah, much like my relationships. Um, When cucumbers were brought in from India around 2000 BC, a match made in heaven was created. I did not know it was that far back. Though. No way. Yeah. I wonder what the pickles looked like back then. I bet you do. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure. I bet you Interesting. do. Yeah. Wow. I, I wonder if they were dirty. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Dirty pickles. But, and are those pickles circumcised? Oh, my goodness. Whoa. Yeah. All right, let's just get away from that one right away. Uh, useless fact about pickles number two. Uh, America was named after a pickle peddler. I'm here to peddle my pickle. Thank you. Uh, when Christopher Columbus set sail, he brought with him uh, Amerigo Frespucci uh, to America. A man uh, not only sold pickles in Spain, but also knew the benefits of stocking the ships with enough pickles to help prevent scurvy during their voyage. Columbus even stopped in Haiti to grow more cucumbers (laughs) for their voyage home. Who knew? That's insane. Did you know that the pickle played such an important part in history? No. 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 Makes sense on ships, though. I mean, wow. 
Never mind. Uh, useless fact about pickles. Number three, Shakespeare is credited with coining the term in a pickle. Hello, I'm in a pickle. All right. Um, idioms are fun little things, and one of the most popular in a pickle relates to being stuck in a bad situation. While it's originally a Dutch term, many credit it to Shakespeare. Uh, during during an exchange in The Tempest, Alonzo asks Cullen, uh, Trunculo, uh, how camest thou in this pickle? Mm-hmm. Though many believe Shakespeare is referring to uh, Trunculo being drunk, but, you know, who, who's counting? Yeah. I did not know that either. Yeah. That I guess we would call that the first drunk pickle. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, useless fact about pickles number four. Hey, oh, Jesus. Ugh. Such a ruin, ruination <laughs> oh, yeah. of good whiskey. The yes. pickleback is the most hipster of drinks. You're damn right it is, man. I get so freaking... Do you hate that when people order that? Yes. From you? What do you... Yes. The I'm bag. like, grow a spine and just that? do a shot. God, so many people have been doing it around me. Yeah. Man. While the tradition of taking a shot of whiskey followed by a shot of pickle brine might go back some ways in, in the southern U.S., the term pickleback is credited to Reggie Cunningham of the Bushwick Country Club, a bar <laughs> in the hipster haven of Willemsburg, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, you would expect anything else, right? Yeah, no. I did not realize that I that was a pickleback. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried it like four times just seeing if I could get past it, but no. Yeah, I'm, I mean, Who you know. to drink pickle brine? A lot of people I know. Yeah. You're really they into it. Yep. Yeah. Ugh, so I make weird. sure I throw a chunk of pickle in there in hopes that they choke on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Come on, choke on my pickle. You're welcome. <laughs> in other news. <laughs> the mad pickleback. <laughs> useless fact about pickles, number five. And finally, a... Pickling involves exposing pickles to the elements. Oh, I bet it does. Uh, the next time, the next time you bite into a kosher dill, remember it was probably sitting in a large vat outside, exposed to the weather. Uh, it is, it is that. Um, what the hell? Wait. Exposed to whatever. Sitting in a large vat outside, exposed to whatever it is that resides outdoors. Uh, cough, bird poop, blah, 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 gross. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh boy. But it's, but it's not for nothing. Uh, the sun's ultraviolet rays help prevent mold and yeast growth, uh, both of which could harm your pickle. Yeah, no. Oh, well, thank goodness for that. Yeah, don't need no so, yeast on my pickle. So, so sun your... Oh, come so, on. The lesson here is sun your pickle. Moldy pickle. Sun your pickle. You don't want a moldy pickle. You don't want no. a mold or yeast Keep, you, keep your loaf off my pickle. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Anyways... Uh, we're going to get things started tonight with uh, a Now we're going to get things started. Yeah. I thought things were started. Yeah, that's what I, I know, thought. You know what I mean? Saying. I'm talking music-wise. Remember oh, that okay. time? Welcome to the Balcony Show. That's not the start, ladies and gentlemen. It's after they abuse me, then we get started. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're going to get started with a song by Andrew Hager. You might know his father, Sammy Hager, but he's doing his own thing. And this is one of his songs, Red Light. I know you're going to love it. So Love it. So take a listen and we'll be right back.
folks, welcome back to the Balcony Show. And right now we have the first song from tonight's interview with A Little Overboard. The song is called Now It's Over. Give it a listen, and when you get back, we will have them on the line. Here we go.
everybody. Welcome to the Balcony Show, and I'm very excited because I have Stephen King on the phone from A Little Overboard. They are a brand new band. They've been together since 2022, and they are making waves. And I guarantee you, you're going to love their music. We just heard the song, Now It's Over. So welcome, Stephen. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So now it's over. I, it, that's pretty self-explanatory, correct? <laughs> In so many ways. Or was that not what it was about? Was it about something else? Uh, we always try to keep it universal uh, to the viewer, but it's about separation. Okay. Well, and, you know, considering the pandemic kept people separated, I can see why that might, you know what I mean? Sometimes by circumstance and hap that you, you don't, want to be separated so absolutely i agree so what made you guys reformulate what made you guys get back together and decide you know what this is what we're going to do we're going to start making music again how did that happen well it always started with a, a young influence uh the people that built the sound that we currently have um they've all kind of honed into a a genre that we all kind of like and from there it all became natural okay mm-hmm. I, I see you you i read somewhere in a, a magazine interview that you had all the pieces except for the guitar which the guitarist which you uh advertised for and then that was the final piece yeah i actually have them with me um hello how you doing hey, good hey. how are you <laughs> very good <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. I'm F. Scott Moore, by the way. Hi, Scott. I, I will say bios are a, a little little thin, guys. <laughs> 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 so, um, why a little overboard? Where did that? Where did your name come from? Well, if you've ever seen one of our shows or ever met our singer. <laughs> Totally fitting. <laughs> Uh-oh. Is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a good thing. It's a very <laughs> special thing. And you do have a, a, you do have a video out for, um, oh, forgive me. Goodbye for now. Goodbye Thank for you. Now. Thank you. Which, honestly, that was the first Reverb Nation song that we had selected. You were on a Mad Tracks with that song, Goodbye For Now. So I would encourage our listeners to get out and definitely take a take a look at the video because it's pretty cool. You know, it's Thank it's you. you doing what you love and you can see it. Yeah, that, that's one of my genuine favorite songs that we've put out so far. Well, I, it caught my ear when I was going through the Reverb Nation stuff and... I've been kind of like following you guys since because I've been waiting for this album with Beta Breath too. I really like your sound. I totally love your sound. Thank you. We just try to keep it honest and uh, raw. And and you know what? I also will say that not one song is alike. And I know some people don't particularly care for that, but I happen to really like that. I think it it shows to me as a, as a younger band that you are trying to really, you know, find your sound kind of thing, find what works for you, what doesn't work for you maybe. And, um, which brings me to my favorite song of yours, which is one way ticket. I love this song. 
it's a great story. So can you tell us a little bit about the story behind it? It's just a tragic love story between one of the band members, their personal lives. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's universal enough where it'll resonate with all the listeners, you know? My goodness. <laughs> All right, now we really want to hear the dirt. What's up with the song? Yeah, come on. Yeah. You got to spill some tea, man. It just sounded like total avoidance. Yeah. Was there blood involved? <laughs> You'll read about it in Esquire. There may be an NDA involved. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't think so, though. I don't think so. But I, I, I do like the ballad. It feels like a ballad a little bit to me. Was that yes. the intent for this song? It was. It, um, it started with just the guitar melody, and I had a certain percussive way of how it was played that kind of led into that genre almost immediately. So how does writing happen for you? So it's, it's always a unique experience with the band. Uh, it usually starts with an idea. Um, from there, we'll usually demo it out, and then we'll sit on it for about a week or two, and then we'll perform it for a couple more weeks after that, and then we'll re-record it, and it's usually just a polished gem. Uh, Goodbye for Now was a very magical moment, though. That was actually just recorded in the room as a, as a group. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, actually, the first recording that I did with the band, I think the second day I... Uh, you know, I, I, after I met him, I think I went right in and started recording on that. And you mentioned, too, in in the magazine um, that you were working with iconic recording equipment. You want to elaborate on that? Yes. Yeah, so if you're familiar with Rupert Neve, uh, he designed yes. some really good preamps, you know? Um, yes. You can look into Sound City, uh, that documentary of... Give you a good description of kind of what we were going for with British tube sound. Okay. Um, with the compressors involved with the preamps, of course. Uh, from there, we were sending it to Mr. Brian Reeves. He's done quite a bit. Um, Elton John, Santana, U2, um, Miley Cyrus, Jonas Brothers, so many more. Simple yeah, Minds. So, how did you get that hookup? Well, we had a demo of Goodbye For Now. I knew who I wanted to mix the song because he did a YouTube song that I really like. Okay. And then uh, he loved it and he agreed to work on it after a phone call. That's fantastic. Well, we're going to take a break right now and we're going to let our listeners hear uh, One Way Ticket. I know they're going to love it. You're going to want to download this. You're going to want to follow this band. I guarantee this upcoming album is going to be spectacular. So take a listen to One Way Ticket from A Little Overboard, and we'll be right back. I try to fight this feeling inside, but Today and her 
Folks, we're back on the balcony show, and we have our guys from a little overboard on. So, guys, tell our listeners uh, where they can, uh, all the platforms in which they can find and download and listen to your music, and let them know if you guys are going to be doing anything as far as playing any gigs out. Yes, so you can find us on Apple Music, Spotify, um, TikTok, Facebook, Reverb Nation, Bandcamp. also on our website, of course, a little overboardofficial.com. We are planning on doing an album launch as well as an album release party on the day of launch, one six twenty four at Putnam Place. Oh, wow. We're gonna have four, we're gonna have four bands underneath us that are all local with a great following. Nice. Awesome. Uh, gonna- Where is that? Yeah. Give us city state so our listeners, if they're in that area, they know about it. Oh, it's uh, Putnam Place at Saratoga Springs, New York, 12866. Okay. Oh. All right. New York is in the house. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Cool. I had a question for you guys. Uh, this is Mike, by the way. Um, so you guys, from what I'm understanding, your live shows, you're saying are kind of crazy, right? Yes. All right. So give me the craziest thing that's ever happened to you guys at a live show, whether it be the audience or, or you guys, or so, somebody gets arrested, somebody like, I don't know, some in, crazy In this story. band, or it could be any band. In, in your <laughs> band, in this band. A little overboard. Right. Yeah. 
the honest truth is I've seen a lot of people sing in my life, but I've never seen somebody make a steel beam vibrate without a microphone. Yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, and is that because the sound cool. system wasn't loud enough? No, or is it- no that's just raw coming out of his face. Yeah. He's so <laughs> um, he filled the room when we were, one night we were out and um, it was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, he can make, you make your chest vibrate, you know, and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's amazing, yeah. Have you ever yeah. tried that with a glass? <laughs> no, but <laughs> oh, ideas, yeah. Let's shatter the first person. The That'd girl be cool in the video. No, the girl in the second row. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a thing. People bring glasses to our, yeah. to our shows. <laughs> he's very oh, loud. We can we can hear him without a microphone. So he's a power show. singer. So if anything happens, yeah. I mean, he's he's good to go. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. All right. Cool. Cool. So the final. Yeah. song this evening is the second row okay but all right who's the girl in the second row give me the tea what happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah listen to that laugh <laughs> okay so so the god the god's honest truth behind second row was i already had all the music uh put together uh, my singer was sick and he came back after a couple weeks and he just wanted to make it as vulgar as, as possible with the least amount of words. Mm. Well, so okay. That's what we <laughs> <laughs> that was the task. Does he have that a, was the task at hand. But does he have an amazing pickle? That's all I'm going to oh, say. the theme of the night. Okay, and, and I'm out. That's where we're going. <laughs> We always start the show with useless facts, and I happen to have an amazing pickle on the table. So, oh, hey. And the pickle moves and dances and talks, and there's all kinds of fun Mad stuff. Cat, I don't this, know. This is, anyways, I want to thank you. You dirty girl. <laughs> I, I want to thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the show. I can't wait to see where you your journey takes you we will follow you we will continue to bring music to our listeners from you guys because we just i love your music so um i want to thank both of you for spending some time with us here on the show and i look forward to seeing what happens in the future Take off.
And on today's Mad Cats Mad Tracks, we have the song Sandy Beaches by Gary Drenow. So give it a listen. Sandy Beaches.
with Bo Summer. 2024 excitedly is approaching, right? End of the year. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of people feel like that. But um, there's a lot going on uh, in the music industry. There's um, things to look forward to in the new year. There's an evolution of music technology, which we're experiencing it as we speak, which is like just lightning speed. So like this is going to be old news in like a month or whatever, probably even by next week, honestly. But AI, um, artificial intelligence, it's got a huge, it's, it's been having and probably will continue to do so. Huge impact um, as a creative partner. So I know there's a lot of controversy and people are anti-AI, but I think there's also opportunity there for some creativity and creative partnership with AI. So we'll see how that goes as 2024 goes barreling down the tracks. But um, I don't think it's a negative thing. I, I think people need to maybe just take a step back and let's see what happens. And you never know, it could be a really great thing for indie artists. Um, social media, it's a huge player and has become a ginormous um influence on music and the music industry. You know, I have to say that there's a lot of songs that I Shazam because of what I hear on TikTok or on Instagram reels or so, you know what, again, social media platforms could be such a negative thing, but it can also be a positive thing. So I want to put a spin on everything that's kind of bad and getting a bad rap. Let's open up our arms a little bit and our mindset for 2024 because technology is here. It's not going to go away. AI is not going to go away. NFTs, it's a huge uh, force. Um, well, NFTs are actually forcing a lot of review on music management, music copyright, music ownership. So, and that's, even though it's been kind of quiet in the, in the behind the scenes, that thing is like raging. So that's also something that's not going to be going away and and needs to be brought to light. And the positive aspect of it needs to be brought to light for 2024. Um, Technology is having a huge impact on the who, the how, the what, where, how we interact and how we connect with music and this industry. So just wanted to kind of bring those little things to, to light and say, keep it in your back pocket, do some research. If you're an indie artist, see how all of these things can maybe help you excel, even if it's on like a smaller local scale, it could possibly help you. So don't turn your face. Don't, don't listen to all the icky noise out there because there's so much of it. Um, do your research and, and maybe find something good that you can use it for to better your career. So you never know. Yeah. Keep, a, keep an open mind, folks. Mm-hmm. Keep an open mind. I'd like to remind you that the Balcony Show is proudly produced right here at Keiko Studios in Penn Argyle, Pennsylvania. So hit them up at keikostudios.com. Thank you, Bo, for another great tip on Indie Radar. Welcome to another edition of Mike's Music Box. Inside, you're going to hear some stories of the macabre, the paranormal, and the strange. So stay tuned. If you dare. Hey, everybody. This is Mike Roy (laughs) here at the balcony. And uh, today on Mike's Music Box, we're going to go over four weird facts about what they call the day the music died. Yes, this is the plane crash that killed Buddy Holly, the big bopper, Frankie Valens, Richie Valens, I mean. Um, So on this episode, 
we will be delving into these four strange facts. Number one, Buddy Holly chartered the plane because he was sick of stinking. Sick of stinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the first one. The tour the musicians were playing together, the deceptively carefree-sounding Winter Dance Party Tour was seemingly cursed before it even started. Buddy Holly, fresh off a string of hits, he shouldn't have needed to be on tour at all. He had a brand new pregnant wife, and he would have her presumably rather be at home, but the breakup of his band left him drowning in legal bills, and their manager made off with a bunch of his money that he needed to pay them. Basically, he was broke, and he was determined to set up his growing family in New York City. Touring was the only way to raise the cash, so Holly signed up for what proved to be a more than literal usual shit show. The schedule was relentless, with a performance every day somewhere along the bonkers path someone had drunkenly scrawled across the Midwest and no cushion for mishaps, which was desperately needed because their janky-ass bus kept breaking down. There was barely time to sleep, let alone of any of the other activities necessary to feeling human, and the last straw for Holly was the laundry situation. He hadn't worn clean clothes for days, so on February 2nd, just a few days after a teenage Bob Dylan watched him play, he decided no amount of money was worth putting up with dirty pants, and he hired a private plane to fly him and a few others early to their next gig to get some laundry done, and hopefully get some goddamn sleep. The whole tour's dirty clothes were stuffed into the plane's back seat. Number two, everything on board was there by chance. The plane that Holly chartered had only had two extra seats, and not being clairvoyant, everyone on tour was vying to get one. He first offered a seat to Dion DiMussini of Dion and the Belmonts, but at $36 in 1959 money, uh, I think it's uh, DiMussi, decided he couldn't justify spending as much as his parents' entire rent on a plane ticket. To be clear, that's still only about $350 today, so we're still getting stiffed here in the future. He then offered the seats to his backing musicians, Tommy Alsup, and a then-unknown Waylon Jennings, probably best known to you by appearing briefly in Walk the Line. Both enthusiastically, incept, uh, they both accepted but Jennings changed his mind at the last minute and offered his seat to J.P. Richardson, a.k.a. the Big Bopper, who happened to have come down with the flu and might not have survived another day on the frigid tour bus anyway. 50s medicine being what it was, Holly was apparently put out by the gesture pouting at Jennings. I hope your old bus freezes up. Jennings hit back, well, I hope your goddamn old plane crashes. And felt super shitty about it for the rest of his life. Yep. Alsup, on the other hand, wasn't giving up so easy despite 17-year-old Richie Valens, please. The La Bamba singer had been hounding Alsup all night to give him his seat until Alsup finally relented to a coin toss, which Valens won. It was pretty surprising then that Valens wanted a seat at all, having been plagued by nightmares ever since two planes collided over his schoolyard two years earlier but he had hoped to use this opportunity to get over his fear of flying. So we're going to stop right now and tune in next week to Mike's Music Box for the second half of the four weird facts about the day the music died. It's time for the spotlight portion of our show, where we showcase new singles from returning guests. And your host is Donna. 
freaking Galucci. Answer that. We're having too much fun here tonight, we guys. Are. Way too much fun. Drink but. up that pickle back. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about pickles. Anyway, so uh, on Spotlight today, we're going to start off talking about a really cool new album from Ace Freely. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The former Kiss guitarist is releasing a new album, 10,000 Volts. Wow. On February 23rd of next year. Cool. And actually, the title track was just released along with a really cool video, and that's up on YouTube, and everyone can hear the song, and it's a really great rockin' tune. This is um, his first album of original material since 2018, Spaceman. And in addition to the title track, there's about uh, 10 additional songs on the album, so everybody has to go check that out. And when I was researching this a little bit, I went on his website, Ace Freely's site. Let me tell you, it's a really great site. Um, very informative. He has a lot of information up there. And he does a lot of cool things with meet and greets and uh, um, VIP um, opportunities where he has like hand-painted guitars that come with the meet and greets that he gives to that, oh, that's really that cool. fans can, you know, of course, pay pay to be part yeah, of. Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah. I, wonder, yeah, I wonder how much that yeah, costs. Yeah, it's a lot of money, but hey, for Mortgage a huge fan, you never know, you know, who's willing to spend that kind of money for something like that. Ace Freely. Pretty Ace cool stuff. Freely. Yep. So he just keeps on rocking. So check him out. And uh, next in Spotlight, we have a new song by Beyond Today called Upside Down. And this is a really great song. And actually, Guy and Tony from Beyond Today were on our show not too long ago. I think it was back in March. So everyone can uh, check out our streaming platforms to uh, hear that interview. It was a really good interview with these guys. Um, they're a hard rock band out of Washington State. Um, they opened up for bands like Collective Soul, Saving Abel, and Candlebox. So they're out there doing their thing. And they are melodic, though. Th th know? That's why I really love them. Yeah. They are absolutely melodic, uh, great melodic rock. They did mention in the interview, if you remember, Anne, um, that they wanted like to do like their new stuff. Wanted they wanted it to be like the next level, right? They right. wanted a bigger sound. Uh, 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 I don't know what they called. It. They called it um, a complex sound, you know, to the next level. They harder wanted stuff. more. They wanted harder stuff. And, yeah, and let I me remember tell you, him saying that. Yeah, and this song is definitely an example of that. Right. Um, upside Down. It's a great rocking tune. It, it, they produce themselves, and that's really, you know, really cool. They write this stuff. They produce their own music. And it's a very big sound, a very complex sound. I love it. It's a really great song. I think everybody's going to enjoy it. So check it out. It's Upside Down by Beyond Today.
show and we've come to the end of another great show right here thank you to Stephen King for joining us and the guitarist from A Little Overboard pay attention watch them I think they've got some really great things coming on the 24th if you are in Saratoga Springs New York then you're going to want to check out their uh, album release because it's going to be fantastic can't wait to see where these guys are in another couple of years but anyways um, with that I uh, Reverb Nation campaign is in full swing. If you think you've got what it takes to get on our show, that's the place to go. Reverb Nation. I will say it, I love being partnered with Reverb Nation and there are a lot of great opportunities, not just our show. So check them out. Anything? You got anything, Mad Cat? I got nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> How about you, Mike Roy? What's going on? All kinds of things. Picklebacks now. I have to try for the fifth time. So you want to do that to yourself? Mike. Well, you know, the gagster pickle here has like really inspired me. So I think a, a fifth time is it might be the charm. Yes, the, sure. gangster, the gangster pickle coming to, to social yes, media yeah, real yes. soon. Yeah, the gag, the gagster. <laughs> the gagster. He's already influencing. The, gag, the gagster's coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Everyone has to oh, keep an eye. Keep I an eye on social for, media. Uh, yeah, it's time to go. Yep. <laughs> I think the gangster pickle needs his OnlyFans page up soon. Oh my god, I think that's a oh great idea. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the gangster. It's like my 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 life just went before my eyes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he might make an appearance. They on say the if you build page. it, he will come. <laughs> Yeah, in more ways than one, right? Anyways, I'm going to get us out of here. Yes. We're going to end things tonight with the song from Kickstand Kickstand Jenny. Love this group. Oh, that, that's a fun group. Oh, they, yeah. they were. Check out their interview if you get the opportunity. They were a total blast and a great, great bunch of guys. So we're going to listen to their song, Never Gonna Let You Go. Good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We will catch you next week. Driving down this lonely highway Haven't seen a sign of love for miles Seems it's always cold on Friday Remembering when you drive me wild Smile